Pain comes from within, and you are free to let go of pain. Marcus Aurelius Hello, my fellow Stoics, and thank you for listening in to today's episode. I think one of the most difficult practices that a Stoic can endure is one where we think about our death. And a little bit further than that, but our loved one's death, and losing the things that we like, the things that we enjoy, the things that we've become accustomed to always enjoy. And this idea is called impermanence to the Stoic. It's knowing that deep down inside, we all know, whether you're a Stoic or not, that nothing ever lasts forever. Not the shoes on your feet, not the clothes on your back. Those get replaced on a yearly basis, if not every few years, unless you absolutely love them and you have them for decades, like leather. (laughs) But nonetheless, they still have the opportunity to not exist anymore. They get scratched. You're forced to replace them. They get damaged. Money doesn't exist forever. I mean, the market goes up and down. We make money, we lose money. Our business goes out of business, stops making money. We lose our job. Our loved one, our partners lose a job. And now the money that you're used to seeing is no longer there. And also, loved ones, friends, as we get older, eventually we will experience their deaths more frequently. Of course, it happens every now and again but also family. Very close close loved ones all pass away. And this isn't just unique to some people. Everybody will experience this. And to a non-practicing Stoic, they often, or we as, as well, we often used to kind of forget that or put that on the back of our mind or think that to think of death in that way over our loved ones is a depressing experience. It is not worth our time. It is saddening to think of that, or it's toxic to think that. But to a Stoic, it's actually very important for us to think that. It's important for us to think that everything that is external uh, can be taken away from us, even our own lives. We do not control the strings of fate for the things that we hold dear to us and our own lives. But part of Stoicism is to practice this sort of training for catastrophes. Again, it is not a unique experience. If we look back to ancient Roman times with the ancient Stoics, life was very tough extremely tough. And even today with modern technology and the advancements of medicine uh, and other technologies that provide comfort, even then we still experience great catastrophes. From things that we cannot control like the markets or like the weather, tornadoes ripping through cities, bad hurricanes, anything can be ripped away from us. So as a Stoic, we practice the 
remembrance consistently of impermanence. And we also practice it amongst ourselves. We often hear memento mori, which is to remember that you will die. Remember that you are not here forever. But this applies to everything else. Nobody is here forever. And their time on earth and the time that we spend with them is a very limited as well. But what should we do as, as Stoics then when we think about uh, the death of our loved ones, for example? It is not necessarily, you know, to think about them dying and being okay with them dying, like not necessarily like that. You know, the, the practicing Stoic instead would say that the loss, the experience of loss is what we should be practicing for because that is the true test of your character. I mean, we all hear too often that when a loved one passes away, some people are drastically changed forever. And that is a obviously tough experience. We don't want to diminish the experience that people have. However, we can attribute the deep sense of loss and then actual loss of their own character as a way, essentially, we can look to that and think they didn't prepare enough because they have become disturbed by the loss. But you shouldn't be disturbed, as the Stoic would say, because we all experience this. It is a natural part of the human experience. You are not special. Nobody is special to that experience. We all experience that. So it is not that we should become callous, but we shouldn't allow those losses to destroy our character, to become so deeply saddened that we turn to alcohol, for example, that we turn to drugs, that we turn to things that, are, that make us act out of our character, like becoming aggressive with other family members, ruining the present moment of which we could experience beautiful moments with the people who are still alive. I mean, we have to think about what we would say usually to somebody who does experience loss, right? Let's think to how we would console them. And typically we would put things, we would try to put things into perspective because the idea is to, when we help somebody with who is experiencing loss, we pull them away from those depressive and sad deeply saddening experience. Not saying that you shouldn't feel sad. You can feel sad, but still have control over your emotions. Not allowing them to take control over you and your actions. That is the key point of being a stoic and practicing permanence, impermanence of uh, your loved ones. That's really the aspect of it. So when we are discussing things with other people who have experienced death and, and loss, we have to remind them that life is not fair, that loss is natural, that they should think about the happy times that they shared with that person who passed away, and that they should focus instead on the future on the many things that they can still do and experience with the people who are here to care for. Now, again, this isn't, again, to become callous or tell them not to feel. You can feel sad, 
But remember that you are still alive here. You still have a life to live. You can mourn. You can feel sad. But don't allow it to destroy your character. Don't allow it to ruin the moments of which you can have with people who are still alive. The losses we suffer then don't become trivial or unimportant. And we don't become uncaring or unfeeling. Putting things in perspective makes us more attentive to what we have and often don't appreciate and more resilient to the face of tragedy. We can accept that bad things do happen to us and still say, I can still enjoy the memories that I had with that person. I can still enjoy the present moments with those who are still alive today. That passing has reminded me that I have limited, that I truly do have limited time with people who are currently alive that I can be spending time with. The practicing Stoic shouldn't just jump to just thinking about death, though, right? Especially if that idea frightens you. It's okay if you've never, if you have never thought about death to that capacity, it's normal to be frightened by it. Instead, we should focus on the other things because death is a very extreme one. Think of the things that don't have a human value to it but have an, a personal value to it. So Epictetus, for example, would often tell his students to start with a cup or your favorite object. Let's use a cup as an example. So it was a mug, right? So you shouldn't entirely get sad if you break that mug because you already knew from the beginning that it could break. It wasn't going to last forever. Think of your pair of shoes. Think of a jacket. All of those things were not going to live forever. You can instead say that I enjoyed many wonderful cups of coffee thanks to that cup. And that's kind of the mentality that you should really be thinking. One, understanding that it was never going to exist forever. Enjoy the moments that you did have with it. And when you lose it, you can look back and say, you know what? That was broken. I always knew that it was going to break. But I did enjoy the all the wonderful cups of coffee that I had with it. I remember I can think back to the years that I had with it and it being delicious. Think of your jacket. Think of your shoes. All the wonderful walks that you had with it. All the wonderful outfits that you were able to mix and match with that jacket. Take it one step further, maybe your car, and it gets into an accident. Well, you have to understand that not only was that car stylish and beautiful and it, and all of, and it got you from places um, with comfort, you also had to understand that it was built to protect you in the case of an accident. It was built to protect you from being killed. It was meant to be destroyed in an effort to save your life. And with accidents always happening, getting it on the road, you always knew that it could be the last time that you would drive that particular car. So don't get so angry over not having it anymore or so deeply saddened by it. Instead, you can think back, I always knew 
that this was a potential outcome, and I enjoyed all the moments that I did have with this car. It looked stylish when I was riding it. I blasted music when I was riding it. I appreciate that it got me from point A to point B during the time that I did have it. And I know that the next car is going to serve the same purpose. It's going to get me from point A to point B, and it will protect my life in the event that it does get into an accident. The, the next step, you can take it to money if you want to, the loss of money. But if we want to look to people now, the next step would really be your loved ones. And that step would be when you kiss your partner or hug your, um, your best friend, your brother, sister, mother, father, whatever it may be. Not necessarily thinking that they're going to die one day, but, but knowing that their time on earth isn't certain and that you can enjoy all the moments that you have with them today. Knowing that, what, that you do not have control over when they will pass. And when they do pass, you can think back to these moments that you are having with them and knowing that you are having beautiful moments and that you have the power to create beautiful moments. So when the time does come, you can look back and be appreciative of them. Enjoy those memories. It allows you to be a little bit more open to that human reality that we will eventually experience. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. And again, the point is not to become callous or indifferent in the, you know, the modern sense of the world, but to become indifferent in the stoic sense. You still have your virtue and your character. They allow you to handle anything that the universe throws your way. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook, and I wish you well, my fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.